from the Tie Cats Audio Network. This is Tie Cats Today with Louie Butko. Yes, it is Tie Cats Day for a Thursday, October the 13th, 2022. Thanks for checking us out on the Tie Cats Audio Network. Louie Butko here with you. Our final show, our final episode ahead of tomorrow's game. But don't worry. As always, on game day, you can catch a brand new episode of Tiger Cats Game Day. Uh, you'll be able to catch a brand new episode of Speaking with the Enemy that will be dropping tomorrow as well as I catch up with Danny Austin uh, from the Calgary Sun. And lots going on. Of course, you got Tiger Cat, Tiger Cats this week with RJ and Luke. There was a new Coach O show this week. So uh, if you found us here on the Tiger Cats Audio Network, thank you. We really do appreciate it. And uh, make sure to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode of this show or any of the other great shows we have for you here on the Ticats Audio Network. So we really appreciate uh, you joining us today, and uh, we hope you join us tomorrow. Just keep in mind, it is a 9.45 kickoff, which means uh, that we will be on the air at 7.45 tomorrow. So hopefully you'll, you'll join us then, and uh, looking forward to uh, Andy and uh, Bubba with the call starting at uh, 7, 8.45, excuse me, and, uh, of course, RJ and Luke have the calls and descriptions starting at 9.45. So, yeah, a late one. Put on a pot of coffee as, uh, yeah, we'll be sticking up for this one. Probably an after-minute, after-midnight wrap-up, but uh, that's why we appreciate your dedication and uh, you'll be able to catch it right here on the Ticats Audio Network. Coming up on today's show, I got the depth chart in my hand. We'll run through that in just a second. Uh, we'll hear from Jovan Santos Knox, who is uh, within just a few few tackles of 100 and uh, getting close. Could do it this week. Uh, we'll hear from him. And uh, I'll go one-on-one with Dane Evans. Had a chance to catch up with him this week. And uh, we'll play that conversation for you coming up in just a little bit. My apologies. You may notice if you if you look for this show uh, around 4 o'clock. We were pushed a little behind. And uh, unfortunately, the CFL and TSN's Glenn Suter was supposed to join us. But uh, getting caught up in some travel issues on the way to Calgary. So maybe if we hear from him, uh, we'll put together a bonus show for you tomorrow. Uh, before I head to uh, my, my other job. Uh, but we'll keep you updated on that. And so that's why you should subscribe, like, and always check back to the Ticats Audio Network. All right, let's take a look at the depth chart. This is how the Ticats will line up against the Calgary Stampeders. Yes, the 5-10 and 10 Ticats looking for their sixth win of the year and looking to move into a tie. Well, basically the outright spot in the third, the third spot in the East Division. Uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders are idle. Ticats two points back of them. So, yeah, if the Ticats win this game, they will move back into a playoff spot. And that's why it's a big one before they wrap up their season with a home-and-home against the Ottawa Red Blacks. Let's take a look at the starting lineup for the Ticats at offensive line. No changes. It's uh, Tyrone Riley at left tackle. Brandon Revenberg, who we heard from this weekend, set to play in game number 100. And, by the way, check out a great article by Kennedy Player Reed at Ticats.ca. Uh, going into uh, Rev's 100 games. Uh, Beard gets the start at center. Coulter Woodmans is at right guard. And Colin Kelly is the right tackle. No surprise at running back after being named a CFL top performer for a 132-yard performance. Wes Hills gets the start at running back. He'll be backed up by Sean Thomas Erlington. Felix Grand Gauthier is the fullback. And Dane Evans is the starting quarterback being backed up by Matthew Schultz. Making his return to the lineup after a non-football-related absence, Stephen Dunbar Jr. is out wide, as is Keandre Smith being backed up by David Ungerer III. At slot, you got Tim White, who crossed the 1,000-yard receiving mark last week. Lamar Durant and 
Anthony Johnson getting a second straight start at the slot back position. On defense, yeah, there's some changes. Malik Carney gets a start at defensive end. He'll be backed up by Mason Bennett. Micah Johnson is a game-time decision, but he's listed as the starter at nose tackle. Ted Laurent is the DT, and Julian Hauser is at the end, making his return to the lineup. Yeah, I, I kind of buried the lead on this one, but uh, uh, pay me to stop podcast host, all-time Ticats great Simone Lawrence is back in the lineup at weak side linebacker, being backed up by Kyle Wilson. Jovan Santos Knox is at the middle linebacker. Cam Kelly is at the slot, and no changes in the secondary from left to right. It's Jamal Roll. Cario Brooks, Tunde Adelike, Richard Leonard, and Siante Evans. Handling the kicking duties is Seth Small, who Milty, uh, Steve Milton had a great story about this week. Mike Donald is the punter. Gordon White's the long snapper. And yeah, there he is, number 37, Lawrence Woods III, handling the kick responsibilities. Um, you know, you might have seen on Instagram, Dylan Wynn had surgery this week. He's on the six-game injured list. Uh, that, no change there as... Uh, yeah, just two changes. Uh, Stephen Dunbar Jr. in, Simone Lawrence in, and Voshan Joseph out, and Godwin the second is out as well. That's how the Tigers will line up against Calgary Stampeders. Uh, let's hear from Jovan Santos Knox, who is approaching uh, tackle on the season number 100. Uh, here's what he had to say about approaching that landmark and taking on the Stamps. Yeah, you know, they have one of the best run games in, in the CFL. I think they're number one ranked in the, in the CFL. So for them, for uh, you know, they, that's the catalyst that gets them going. Um, so for us, we just got to, you know, show color, um, you know, show up in the hole, wrap up, and tackle because he's, he's a hell of a bat. I mean, they've just been playing outstanding football. You know, um, we've asked a lot of them these last couple of weeks, and they've stepped up to every every task, everything we've asked of them. So uh, for those two young guys, um, seeing them, you know, thrive in their position and their roles, knowing that they could probably do a lot more on this team if we asked them to, um, it just shows their selflessness because, uh, you know, they're putting this team first, and that's just great guys that they are, yeah. Um, you know, I think, you know, I've, I've been lucky to get great coaching while I've been here. You know, um, you know my coach, Robin Ross, is, you know, just, you know, help me get to the ball a lot faster by seeing keys and seeing different things. So I think it's just more my studying and just, you know, finding my place in this defense and knowing that, you know, you know, I have great players around me. I don't have to do everything, but, you know, when my plays, you know, asked upon me just to make your play. So that's all it is, really. And that is Jovan Santos Knox already at 91 defensive tackles. That's a career high, looking to make it 100 in the uh, final three games. And uh, safe to say he's probably got a good shot at doing that. Hey, Ticats fans, it's time to ride on our strength from now until today. Purchase four eligible Hercules passenger or light truck tires to receive a $100 Ticats rewards card and be entered to win our road trip sweepstakes available at participating Active Green and Ross Ontario locations or visit HerculesTires.com slash AGR rewards. All right, let's hear from Dane Evans. He's looking at bouncing back from uh, a so-so game. They got the win. And, of course, that's uh, always what matters. But a uh, bit of a so-so game from Dane. Uh, no touchdowns. Did throw that interception. Had a chance to go one-on-one -on -one with him earlier this week. And uh, we started off by uh, talking about what to expect with this Calgary Stampeders team. Like you said, a lot of fight. Um, I think you're going to see that out of us, too. Um, it's not technically like playoff football yet, but it also kind of is, you know. Um, I think everybody on our team knows what time it is. Everybody on their team knows what time it is. So I think you'll see a pretty good fight um, this whole game from both sides. There's been so many changes at the offensive line because of injuries. You know, you bring guys in, brand new to the team, the organization. But the last few weeks, especially, you know, that 132-yard game from Wes, yeah. you've really gotten to see what that offensive line. What have you seen from that group and how important has their gelling, as coaches called it this week, been Yeah, for you? Um, just the – 
the fact that they're not getting complacent um, uh, with them, with Felix, uh, receivers adding in, and, and Wes obviously running the ball in T. Earls. Um, there hasn't been really any complacency, like oh, we you know we just ran for one thirty or whatever. Uh, I don't I don't think you I don't think anybody felt that out there this week. I think they're working just as hard. Um, I think the combo that we got going is pretty good right now, and um, they're playing with a lot of confidence, which they should. And uh, I'm loving it. They're doing a fantastic job. Tim passed the thousand yard mark receiving. Um, what what's your connection with Tim? How has that grown? You guys had success, you know, when you were in there last year, but yeah. this year, you know, what have you seen from him? In your yeah, uh, he's just man, he's just an exciting player. Like I I see him every day, and we run routes all the time. But he's just exciting. Um, his his athletic ability is is truly world class. I mean, everybody knows about how close he was in the Olympics, and um, his football. IQ is extremely high, and I think it's even gotten higher. Um, and then when you pair those two things with you know solid hands and good route running too, I mean you got a pretty complete football player right there. So um, super stoked for him that he could go over a thousand. Um, I know he'd be the first to tell you he's all about the W, which like everybody here is. Um, but I think he's a special player, man. He really is, and um, I'm excited to see how how much more he can go. Uh, how much can you pay attention to what's going on around the rest of the league, like the individual games and where what other teams are doing? I mean, obviously you're focused on Calgary and this week, but you also understand what it takes to get into the playoffs. Yeah, uh, and the the biggest thing is we just got to keep winning, right? So that kind of makes it a little bit easier to not like worry about who beat who or who lost who. Um, I pretty much just only see the other games if I happen to catch them on TV or like if we're in the hotel and they're on the night before, right? Um, but I think it, it's we're in a good situation because all we got to do is keep winning, and we still control what we want to do. So I think that helps in, in this situation a little bit. Because last time you were at McMahon Stadium, do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I love going to Calgary. Honestly, I know both times that I've went, we we haven't come away with the W. But in the 2019 regular season, that was a really fantastic game on both sides. Um, Came down to the last kick that uh, Roberson got like 50 inches off the ground and blocked it, right? Um, but we did some really good things in that game. We had a we had a two-minute drive before the half, and then we had one at the end of the game to get in position to hit the game winner. Just got blocked. And then obviously in the Grey Cup, um, you know, it was just – it was one of those games that – obviously we're not playing Calgary. We were at Calgary. But one of those games that like when it ended, it was just like, ah, oh, you know, like we just thought – but go back and watch it um, – we had a chance to score and tie the game at the, in the middle to end of the third quarter, and we just dropped a ball in the end zone. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, I expect a, a fight, like I said. It's going to be a good game, um, and it's going to be close. I think, I think it's going to be a classic CFL game where it's going to come down to who kind of has the ball last and who executes in those crucial moments. You just made me think of something. Just that you talked about drives there. The last two victories you've had, You've had sustained drives in the fourth quarter. What has been the key to that, and how important has have those two games been to build confidence with this yeah. team to know that you can do that? Yeah, um, I think that just comes back to us kind of at the beginning of the season not having those drives, right? And we put a big emphasis on finishing around here. Um, even the way we've structured practice, we you know we start with a no huddle, kind of like everybody does, but the last two months or so we've been finishing with a no huddle as well um, and I think that's kind of correlated over to the game obviously those last couple drives that we're talking about 
one of them was a no huddle situation, one of them was not. But I think that correlates over to like the emphasis we're putting on finishing the ball game, finishing the drive, and um, that's that's what we take pride in. And that's Dane Evans. And my thanks to him for uh, spending some time this week to talk to me. And my thanks to you as well, because we could not do the show without your support. So thank you for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. And as always, make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode of any show on the Ticats Audio Network. Hey, you can win a trip to the Ticats October 29th away game in Ottawa with Journey Rewards. Simply hit ticats.ca slash journey dash rewards to enter to win two tickets on Via Rail, hotel and game tickets, plus... A chance at other prizes, including autographed Ticats jersey or $250 gift card to the Ticats shop. Go on the road with the Ticats to Ottawa with Journey Rewards. Uh, maybe you're making the trip tomorrow. I saw uh, a tie- couple of Ticats fans in Calgary. If you are, enjoy it. Uh, Calgary, one of my favorite cities uh, in the country. Uh, should be a lot of fun. And as always, catch the game right here. 8.45 is pregame. 9.45 is kickoff with RJ Broadhead and Luke Cuff. Thanks for checking us out today. Uh, before we go, shout out to our boys in uh, Orange and Gray from Forge FC who have their first leg also in Calgary. That's on Saturday. So uh, who are we, Forge FC? Um, let's bring it home with uh, with the win next week at Tim Hortons Field. Uh, that'll do it. We are back on Monday. Thanks for checking us out here on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. I'm Louis Butko. Hoping you have a great day. <coughs> Tiecast today can be heard every weekday, and we would like to hear from you. Email us at gameday at tiecats.ca. Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gameday at tiecats.ca. Subscribe to the Tiecats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.